We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we be. found out that I was actually getting a two-inch by two-inch brand with a color as a man. We no longer under the law of Moses. The world that even stuck with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we meet, drink coffee, and talk cults, sects, and fringe religious movements from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners, as it will contain strong language. Uh, I haven't got any other full content warnings for today. There will be kind of oh, allusions. That's not like you. No, I know. It's really uncharacteristic. Um, allusions towards uh, some bad things, but there's literally, there's no descriptions of... Yeah, no descriptions of anything gory or graphic or uh, bad. Obviously, as we would expect with a um, a religion, we've got a little sprinkling of co- sort of uh, sexism and mm. and homophobia and all those that lovely all that lovely stuff that we expect. <laughs> You're going to say that we enjoy that we enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Top ten things we don't, we don't enjoy. No, it. We don't absolutely not. Um, uh, thank you for listening and for getting in touch since our last episode, part one. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. And once again, if you have got any stories about your experiences with the Jehovah's Witnesses, please get in touch. Coffeeandcults at gmail.com or you can get our social media at Coffee and Cults, would you believe? Do it. Come and talk to us. Um, but thank you, everyone that has been in touch. We really appreciate it. Yeah. So, Sam, last yes. time we had our little history lesson from you. Very well told. And now we're going to delve a bit more into the beliefs and what happens and what what they do, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we talked about where they where the Jehovah's Witnesses came from, uh, and uh, like the men that were in charge of the Jehovah's Witnesses and and remained to this day. Um, and so what we'll talk about today is like what they actually do. Like what happens to you if you are a Jehovah's Witness? Who are you? What do you do? What's your day? Just how much witnessing of Jehovah do you get to do? Do they? How often yeah. do they bring him out? Is is he behind a little curtain? Yeah, is like he... a like someone selling a watch. Like, whoop, just showing a little. Ooh, there he is. is ooh, there's Jehovah. Is the church no. convertible? So like, just <laughs> like a sunroof. And then there's Jehovah. Have you all witnessed him? <laughs> Sue, Sue, have you witnessed? You have great. Yeah. Well done, Sue. You are now a Jehovah's Witness. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Completed it. Uh, sort of, maybe. Uh, so my research today has come from the good old uh, JW.org. I've got a whole bunch from uh, Reddit slash XJW, uh, XJW Curious on YouTube and uh, Wikipedia. Amazing. Classics. Um, so starting off, we're going to talk about what happens when you join the Jehovah's Witnesses. So say you just like oh look that looks like a nice place i'm gonna go and join that church uh, <laughs> that is so, how i choose which religious groups to join i mean you joke john but it kind of is isn't it like oh there's a spiritualist church why don't we go and see what's happening i have never joined the spiritualist church i have however yes you're right out of curiosity gone inside that's fair <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean to call you out um so you would be you'd be You'd be joining roughly 8 million Jehovah's Witnesses around the world. Wow. Yeah. That's, I think, more than I expected. That feels mm. like quite a big number. But I guess means actually within the UK, they're probably quite a small group, though. It feels like they're quite significant, yeah. but maybe not. Yeah. 
but yeah, eight million. That's it is a lot of people. So when you join uh, parishioners uh, after baptism, are called publishers. 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 This is just it came in at the front because this is a fact I had no idea of. Oh, that's very cool. Interesting, right? Does it mean everyone has to have a little printing press? That I would be in favour of. Well, I mean, in kind of metaphor, because these are the people that go out and count their time, like promoting the literature. Oh, so you're giving okay. out the magazines, therefore you are a publisher of the magazines. I suppose that sounds better than distributor of the magazines or yeah. magazine rack or something. <laughs> magazine hello i'm a magazine rack <laughs> no uh, so you can be a, an unbaptized publisher so at the beginning you would start off being an unbaptized publisher but the goal is like within a few months to become baptized and as mm. a as a publisher so b basically what it means when you're an unbaptized publisher is if you mess up then you're not shunned you've not done because you've not like committed to the religion so it's okay. just like, oh, you've... It's like a trial period. Yeah, yeah, like a probation. <laughs> uh, so so when you start, you can you go into a meeting, uh, you're given some books to read. So I also didn't know it was a bit like um, The Kittens, a bit like LRH's books. There are different books published on different subjects that you oh, can... Oh, wow, okay. So you, yeah, you start off, you read, you get the uh, the New World Bible mm -hmm. um, and, and some other books that they feel are appropriate or the, the book du jour at the moment and you read those and you go back to the meetings i will explain more about the meetings later uh and so yeah so, so it's assumed that you would go from being an unbaptized publisher to a baptized publisher within a year it can take longer but it can take less time less depending on how much you want it um so the the baptism to be baptized you've got to stand in front of your congregation and this could be in a group so it might be at like one of the the annual gatherings that they do oh, okay nationally and and locally um but you've got two questions to answer so these questions started way back when uh in they were published in uh, february of 1945 in the watchtower magazine and at that time the questions were have you recognized yourself as a sinner and needing salvation from jehovah god and have you acknowledged that this salvation proceeds from him and through his ransomer christ jesus ransomer ransomer that's question wow. one so, anyway, oh that's all one question that's okay, all one great. question yeah are you a sinner do you need salvation from jehovah god and do you know that that salvation will come from him and his ransomer christ jesus that's cheating that's basically three questions isn't it kind of yeah tut tut <laughs> question number four and five or two is uh on the basis of this faith in God and his provision for redemption, have you consecrated yourself unreservedly to do the will of God henceforth as that will is revealed to you through Christ Jesus and through God's will as his Holy Spirit makes it plain? Not plain at all. No, <laughs> no not, not, plain, not at plain, all. plain at all. Uh, so, yeah do, you, yeah, do you promise? It's a bit like the brownie promise. Like, do you promise to love your God? Do, 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 yeah. do. To my to do my best and do my duty to, to serve my queen and queen. my country to help other people and to keep the brownie guide law. Just dancing around a mushroom. <laughs> oh, tying some knots, going camping, uh, gr grilling marshmallows. I just I remember, remember when I was a cub, it yeah. was weird because we'd have our, oh no, I think the brownies were before us because it was still segregated at that point. Mm. 
Um, and we, as we arrived, they'd be like packing the mushroom away, and we'd be like, "We don't have a fucking mushroom to dance well, around." We have what? a mushroom. Why don't we have a paper mache mushroom in the middle of the floor? What do we have? Uh, I've got a very like, live action Marianne. brownies. I remember going camping once and us trying to make caramel by just putting sugar in tin foil. It must have looked like we were smoking heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so that, they were the questions as they were in, in 1945. Okay. Uh, My so, answer is no to both of them, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Well, perhaps in, in 1970, the second question changes. So maybe that'll make it oh, okay. clearer for you. Uh, so we've still got the one about the ransom of Jesus Christ. But the second question changes to, on the basis of this faith in God and in his provision for redemption, have you dedicated yourself unreservedly to Jehovah God to do his will henceforth as that will is revealed to you through Christ Jesus and through Christ's word as his Holy Spirit makes it plain. So we've added in another Jehovah and another Just thing in case about the- you forget since the first question, which religion it is you're joining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and in case the- you're picturing Krishna in that moment. Yeah, you second. misread the plaque. Yeah. <laughs> Krishna Hall, no. Um, so 1985, the question's changed again. So all good year, little... a lot of good stuff started in 1985. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, one of the best years ever. <laughs> so 1985, the questions shrunk uh, as the uh, love in the world grew. Yeah. <laughs> is that your commentary or is that? From... <laughs> that was for, for you, John. Oh, um, lovely. Question one, on the basis of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, have you repented of your sins and dedicated yourself to, to Jehovah to do his will? Question two, do you understand that your dedication and baptism identify you as one of Jehovah's Witnesses in association with God's spirit-directed organisation? That sounds like people in the past have been moonlighting to other religions and now they're trying to really make it like an exclusivity contract. Yeah, I guess so, pretty much. Um, That can be the only reason for these changes, right, is that it sounds like they're making it very specifically. If you do anything that's not us specifically, you are bad. Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah. Do you promise to do this and only this? In uh, so as it stands as of twenty twenty. So all these questions have come out of Watchtower magazine, um, and I found all this through Reddit XJW. Someone had done this big like uh, like thesis on how the questions in oh, in Jehovah's Witnesses have changed. Uh, so. Question one, have you repented of your sins, dedicated yourself to Jehovah and accepted his way of salvation through Jesus Christ? Question two, do you understand that your baptism identifies you as one of Jehovah's Witnesses in association with Jehovah's organization? Oh, yeah. okay, it's really locking people in. Yeah. Um, Terms and conditions apply, may not be suitable for... (laughs) Well, here we go. (laughs) Do you you want those bits? APR. (laughs) Yeah, here we go. So these are those bits. So what the Watchtower says is... um, Affirmative answers to these questions constitute a public declaration by the baptism candidates that they have put faith in the ransom and have unreservedly dedicated themselves to Jehovah, Romans 10, 9, verse 10. Uh, Baptism candidates will want to give prayerful thought to these questions in advance so they can answer in harmony with their personal convictions. Okay. So it's like, think about these questions, pray on them, and make sure that you actually believe them. How often do you think people get up there and go, uh, well, maybe? What a great question. Or yes to the first one and no to the second one. Well, because uh, there is, so there was this thing on, on Reddit um, was saying about these people who were saying, actually, I, I, 
I want to be part of this church, but I can't answer these questions truthfully as a baptism question, because uh, Matthew 19, 28 says you must be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. In none of those questions did we men uh, mention the Trinity. None of those questions mention the Holy Spirit, because part of uh, Jehovah's Witness belief is that there is one God. There is not the Trinity. There is God. And then Jesus is not the same as God. And the Holy Trinity is not the same as those two. They're all these individual entities that the, only the one matters. These two don't matter. Oh, interesting. I see. Yeah, yeah. So there are some people that are like, you can't, well, I can't, I, I, I believe all of this, but I can't agree to those baptism questions because I believe in the Holy Trinity. Oh, that's really interesting. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so... But say, say, John, you're not one of those people. Say you are someone okay. that goes, yes, I uh, understand that my baptism identifies myself as one of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses in association with Jehovah's organization. Mm -hmm. uh, you get a lovely water immersion. So you get dipped. Ooh, that is the best baptism, isn't it? I sort of feel yeah. defrauded by. Oh, I think I was baptized, but I think in the Methodist church. So that almost Ooh. certainly was just a little sprinkle of water on the on the head right much in the same way as i was uh, christened is that different to being baptized i think so I oh actually yeah maybe i, I was, was christened, christened in church baptized. of england so it's just a little uh, 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 with a little bit of holy water do you get baptized at confirmation in church welcome to john and sam speculate wildly about <laughs> welcome something to they haven't researched john and sam have made a religion podcast for two years and still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yay we'll find out or get in touch. Let us know. Yeah, when we um, do Church of England as a cult in a future episode, we'll find out what this is. When we're really scraping the barrel, yeah. Um, but because we make it's... you eat cake on a Sunday with old people. Oh, you've got to go to a fate. <laughs> um, but so because of because of the water immersion, it's a full immersion. So that's why often these baptize, baptisms will happen at these big conventions that they have, where oh, lots of easier. JWs get together and are, are baptized amongst a congregation of a lot of different kingdom halls or different committees all coming together. Cool. That is a better baptism, I think. There's something about that full plunge, though. Yeah. Yeah, a bit more exciting. You get why people were, like, taken in by, like, John the Baptist and stuff, don't you? Yeah. Like, oh, that looks fun. Um, okay, so, so you've accepted the questions, and now you're going to your meetings at the kingdom hall. So these happen uh, two or three times a week, depending on, like, how much you want to go and what your kingdom hall asks of you. So what are you learning about, John? I don't oh, know. Tell me. Instruct me. I will. Um, so, yeah, like, as I explained, so there's one God, not the Trinity. Jesus did die for our sins, but he wasn't physically resurrected. He was only spiritually resurrected. Um, we've, they believe we've been in the end times since 1914. Um, and there are only about 8,500 places left of that 144,000. You know the hundred forty-four thousand yeah, yeah. that God's got that are gonna uh, we're gonna rule with Jesus after the world ends. So there's about eight and a half thousand places left in that. Most of them are taken now. Wow! Surely uh, there have been more Jehovah's Witnesses than that. Yes, ah, uh, yeah, but it's only the the most holy. So uh, a lot okay, of Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses know that they're not part of that. They know that they're not. They're they not. They know they're be in anointed. business class, not in first class. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But there are some so there are some kingdom halls that have people that are anointed. They're like they are going to be one of those 
144,000. I know I'm not, but I'm here to help that person be They're one gonna of They're going to get priority boarding to heaven. Exactly, yeah. Um, and there's more weird shit that comes with that as well, but I'll tell you about that later. Great. Um, so, yeah, so this 144,000 going to rule with Jesus after the world's destroyed. That number is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking because as more anointed people are, are born or are joined into the church, you're going to get a bit more into the end time stuff, maybe later, maybe next time. Uh-huh. We'll see how it goes. Ooh, suspense. Uh, so any any biblical quotes I'm giving here from here on out are from the Jehovah's Witnesses version of the Bible. They're not okay. from the like version that is widely accepted and used by Catholics and uh, Methodists and Baptists, etc. Uh, they are from yeah the New World Translation. So they be- believe that Jesus is not equal with Jehovah. John fourteen twenty eight. Jesus says the Father is greater than I am. And that the Holy Spirit is a, oh, they believe that the Holy Spirit is a force applied by God and not a separate part of the triad. So the Holy Spirit is God's breath or his hands, and it only operates as God. Wow. The Holy Spirit it only, only operates as God tells it to. So it's not an entity. It's not an equal entity in that okay. triad by itself. Not the triad, not like the mafia, <laughs> uh, the Trinity by itself. So their their scriptures and their beliefs are known as the truth. So they say like, oh, they've been brought into the truth or they've left the truth for people that leave the church. And so ex-Jehovah's Witnesses will talk about the truth about the truth. <laughs> Where, yeah, they find, yeah. Um, and anything outside of the truth is called worldly. So if you watch a movie, perhaps you're watching a, a worldly movie which isn't okay. You're not allowed to do that. Damn it. Uh, and uh, they, the, the way that they function is that they should remain uh, separate from the world because, because, John, the world is under the control of Satan. Satan exists. He's on the world. And he controls the whole world. And so Jehovah's Witnesses have to stay separate in their kingdom halls where they're safe because everyone else is under Satan's control. Wow, I knew it. I knew. (laughs) Um, I I do know this actually because uh, when I was a tour guide in Bath, I uh, found a Jehovah's Witness leaflet on the floor that told me that Satan was in charge of the world. Ooh, cool! That's possibly my first proper awareness of the Jehovah's Witnesses. It had some really cool illustrations in it as well, but I don't remember what they were now exactly. Oh, I hope they were like I don't know Satan jumping out of the TV or something. Maybe. And Maybe. then I um, was talking about it with the, the one of the bus drivers at the company. Mm. Um, and he went, well, that's just true, isn't it? That's just, that's not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you were like, oh, maybe I won't talk about this anymore. This is an interesting. Well, then we talked about Bohemian Grove, which is weird mm. world leaders doing quasi uh, ritual magic stuff in the woods. But he was convinced that that was proof that Satan was was in control of the world. Not just a bunch of 50-year-old men wanting to piss on a Cosplay, statue of an owl. Yeah. Owl, 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 owl. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, their meetings are normally three times a week. They are a theocratic God. ministry uh, where different, uh, different witnesses, different members of the church give talks or they do a Bible study. Um, but the content of the meetings is all centralised through their New York headquarters. So oh, remember wow, I okay. talked about how the business was moving around last time around. They are still just 
you know centralized in new york mm -hmm. so if you're you know the the jehovah's witness hall in plymouth is learning the same thing as the one in massachusetts is learning the same you know or everyone's doing the same like theme oh, wow, of the week interesting yeah um, like a primary school like a primary school this and week, also like the victorians a, yeah like a restrictive religion uh <laughs> like one not sorry, is one sorry yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> um and i'm gonna go in a bit more into detail in like what these meetings contain and what what the structure of it is okay. um but yeah so like the the weekday meetings are normally shorter and then uh, the, the weekend meetings are longer and we usually address something local as well as whatever the main yeah, thing is. is. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I was looking, Sam, to see if we could go, but they're all still online, I think, for us here where we are. Yeah. They're not doing any in-person ones, it seems. But both of us, I think, I think we mentioned it last time. Yeah, I think we did because you almost showed your address to everybody, didn't you? Um, but both of us received a letter, I think, from the same person. Was it from Tony? Tony Rogers? Is that who your letter was from? Just check my letter. Hang on. We didn't. We sort of teased this last time, listeners. I will read you the full letter today at some point. Yeah. Just keep my address down there. There we go. Tony? No, mine was from Louise and family. Oh, lovely. Ah, so um, I'm, I have a friend that lives a couple of streets over from you, John, and she received one from the same person that I did. Oh. Is, it, is it from the one in the place that I live? I've just got an email and phone number for them. It doesn't say where they live. Ah. Oh, Louise is mysterious. So uh, I've got a little bit in here about... So if, if, they're a, if they're a church, right? So how do they get money? Hmm. Because, ooh, John just did an excellent inquisitive face. Um, because it says very publicly on their website that they do not practice tithing. And okay. they, don't, they don't have a collection plate at services. And they give out literature for free. So how on earth do they keep going? So their website says, um, we are organized into congregations, each of which is overseen by a body of elders. The elders do not form a clergy class and are unsalaried. We do not practice tithing and no collections are ever taken at our meetings. All our activities are supported by anonymous donations. Oh, no. There is a really, like, massively sarcastic bit on their website about, like, we're not going to make you do a raffle. We're not going to make you come to a bake sale. You don't have to buy a cake. Um, I like buying cake. Yeah, it's nice. I quite enjoy a raffle. Yeah, lovely. I might win a, a cake. <laughs> you always get something you wouldn't... The, the last raffle I went to, you'll like this, Sam Land, was a druid raffle. Ooh. And I won a pot of salted caramel. It was amazing. That sounds great. I thought you were going to say like a pot of earth from a tree that was old. That would have been more druid appropriate. Yeah. But no, it was a salted, salted caramel. caramel. Delicious. Lovely. Great. That's probably a bit too worldly for the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> you could have salt. <laughs> or caramel. Or but caramel. don't you put those together. That is yeah. of Satan. Uh, so they've they so the way that it works is that there is a publisher pledge you remember what i said that you were called mm -hmm. yeah you're called a publisher so there is just an expectation that each publisher will pledge a percentage of what they earn ah so it's not tithing but it no. is like a subscription service because you're a publisher so there's just a pledge that you you can you can make it if you want to it's voluntary but there is yeah so it's just an expectation that you will just give as much as you can because that's what you believe and there's no other money coming from other sources i was going to say yeah. it's all anonymous donations how do they know satan isn't donating to them? 
Yeah. Oh, I've got this check, but it's not from me. Oh, it smell, mm. smells a bit of sulfur. Is that right? <laughs> Do we still want to cash it? Yeah. It's not signed. There's just a cloven hoof. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, you, so in in the in the halls, there are, are donation boxes that you can use if you would like to. Um, but you've got the option to donate to uh, local funds or to the worldwide thing. So you could donate to your individual hall and the individual things that you're doing there. Say, say you're the hall that you attend needs new windows. You can donate to the windows or you can donate to the whole thing. Or right. you can do both if you want to. It's voluntary. You can do what you like. Okay, so we, uh, we would refer to each other as brother and sister. So if we were Jehovah's Witnesses, you'd be brother John. And you'd be sister Sam. Yeah, it's pretty good, isn't it? it makes sister it sound Sam like... sounds like an 80s pop star. Your sister Sledge. <laughs> yeah. Is that um, is that a revelation now, Sister Sledge? Actually, it's just it's just one Sledge who's a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> and <laughs> Brother John makes me think of um, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yeah. and Brother John, walking through the forest. Little John, but nearly. I, I know, I know it is, but I changed the word. I know. <laughs> um, and uh, okay, so and then we would prepare for each meeting by studying whichever publication they told us to. So, say we're learning about. Uh, nature, we would read whatever book they've got about nature, about God's version. Collins Gem Guide to Wildflowers of the British. Oh, no, it would be a piece of JW literature. Okay. It would have come from the Watchtower publication. And we would, yeah. Um, and as I'm sure you know, but just in case you don't know, listeners, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate Easter, birthdays, Christmas, or any other holidays, except for an annual memorial of Christ's death. Sounds really sad, doesn't it? it? Does sound sad. I mean, I guess that makes sense. When in the year is that memorial? Mm, I think it's like springtime, but I didn't remember. Okay, okay. I didn't. I don't remember. Sorry. Uh, but the meeting includes a talk on the the meaning of the celebration. So, like, hey, this is why we're celebrating it, um, and the uh, taking of communion. So, drinking red wine and uh, having unleavened bread. But not everyone takes it so not everyone is uh, is honored enough to take the bread only the anointed members of the community of the oh, community wow. can take the communion so it's in there's loads of kingdom halls where no one takes it i was gonna say i wonder if we've got any anointed people here in plymouth yeah maybe louise and family if you're an anointed jehovah's witness listening to this please get in touch and let us know coffee and cults at gmail.com Oh my God, please. What's the do. bread like? That's what I want to know. What's the bread like? What's it like to be anointed? How much pressure is there knowing that you've got to rule with Jesus? Do you know if you've got stressful. a window or an aisle seat in heaven? What do you, what's oh, the... How do you concentrate on your job, like your regular human job? How do you concentrate on your office? Knowing that the world is that... going to end shortly and you're going to be in the highest table of the elect. Yeah, you're going to be one of the 150,000 people sitting with Jesus. Like but It's distracting. Like if I'm yeah. going to have something nice to eat at the end of the day that's enough to distract me from my my work much less that wow the promise yeah. of eternal salvation on high wow like if, if we're recording a podcast in the evening i'm thinking about it all day <laughs> that's yeah but so that's super weird don't you think like they have mm. this annual celebration once a year where they get to celebrate the only time they get to drink wine and they're all like no i'm not i'm not holy enough for that that also seems very anti the way jesus supposedly sets that up as a thing that you should do for him right yeah well yeah he said in that in that supper didn't he like this is my blood have some this is my body have some of that 
and and do it as often as as often as you have wine and bread that's the point of it right yeah so only men are allowed to be elders and ministerial servants so like the assistants to the elders um, can, can women be anointed no um, and only baptised men are allowed to officiate weddings, memorial services for funerals and for baptisms. So they don't particularly have funerals as such, but the the little like memorial ceremonies they do because it's a celebration of something, isn't it? So they don't. Yeah. Uh, Fair. So uh, and a, a, a female member of the community can only lead a meeting in super unusual circumstances. So I guess say like all the men had COVID or something and couldn't be there. A woman would be able to lead the group, but only in like extreme circumstances. Yeah. Um, and she must wear a head covering to do so. Whereas the men don't have to do that. So she must have her, her sinning hair covered up. So that God doesn't see it when they put the convertible roof down. Yes, exactly. So she doesn't get sunburn. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Out, so outside of the meetings and where most of us are familiar or have interacted with uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses is in their service as publishers. So we said last time about those like portable telegraph things that they took around. Um, but now they're expected to spend any time that they're not at work, so at their regular jobs, in school or in meetings or in some kind of like non-worldly social activity, like going out for a lovely walk or uh, um, going to the library to read note uh, <laughs> or going to the beach or going to their other Jehovah's Witness friend's house to yeah. talk about. Well, it doesn't uh, give Jehovah. you a lot of options, does it? No, but then there were some other things online. Uh, there's something on um, JW.org about like, this is all the fun stuff that we can do. And it was like that. It was like, go for a walk. Go for a glass of juice. Go for a... Because don't drink coffee. Look at a tree. <laughs> Look at a tree. <laughs> Look at a different tree. <laughs> See the dogs. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're expected to spend any free time that they have in service to Jehovah. So whether that's studying the publications in preparation for the next meeting, whether that's going over the the meeting that they've just had and, and working out what they want to kind of feedback to the group okay. in the next meeting about it, or knocking on doors, or during COVID times, writing some lovely letters. Did you wanna do you wanna read out your letter, John? Yeah, so here's my little letter. So very carefully not showing my address this time. Well done. So I got this nice little handwritten note. You can see there. Oh, that is nice. Came through very nice and a little uh, pamphlet as well. Let's do this one. Wow. You got a pamphlet with yours? Yeah. Just got a your mate not go ah. No, Tony, stingy on go. the pamphlet. So I have this person's email and mobile number, although their email is not written clearly enough that I think I could accurately guess what it actually is. Let's not try and work it out now. No, I was about <laughs> to read it out loud. To you. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not a good idea. Probably um, not appropriate. Dear neighbour. Neighbours. There's only 144,000 places in heaven. <laughs> There's only 144,000 places. <laughs> Sorry. Um, with a little understanding... <laughs> You can avoid being disfellowshipped. 
I would Netflix. Here is our pitch. It's <laughs> it's like neighbors, but that it's witnesses, and they're all Jehovah's Witnesses that live in a little cul-de-sac in Australia. And just try and knock on everyone else's doors, and they go, no, "I'm already." And, already in, but they <laughs> and have they to call keep from doing the other person's house. To... I'm over here. <laughs> oh, and then one week a family move in, and they're um, like there was always the bad family uh, on uh, Ramsey Street. It's it's yeah. always the Satanists, <laughs> black robes, <laughs> beards, everything. <clears throat> Dear neighbour, my name is Louise, and due to COVID restrictions, I am unable to visit you at home. Who who said you were invited, Louise? <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'm just going to find. I'm just going to find my letter from Tony. Yeah, carry on. Um, due to the very challenging year we have all faced, I would like to take this opportunity to share some good news. Wow! Is it that I've won that house? I entered a raffle for Sam. Is it that you know you're going to yeah. give me a, ch- a check for <laughs> twenty thousand pounds? Is in my name in this? No. The Bible promises. Mm. at revelation 21 3 4 quote sickness and death will be no more what a wonderful promise exclamation mark only god can fulfill these promises fuck you dr fauci (laughs) to help us build confidence in the promises in the bible please visit our website jw.org where you can access free of charge the bible and a host of Bible-based publications and videos. I would like to thank you for taking the time to read this letter on your podcast about <laughs> fringe religious groups. Please continue to stay safe. Kind regards, Louise and family. That's so curious. That's completely different to mine. Uh, oh, can you see yours, the writing yours, there? That's the yeah. lovely writing. Uh, dear householder, We are unable to call on you, but I'm aware that many people are anxious at this time. In Isaiah 41, verse 10, God tells us, do not be afraid for I'm with you. Do not be anxious for I am your God. I will fortify you. Yes, I will help you. I will really hold on to you with my right hand of righteousness. The Bible tells us of a future time when we will live on a paradise earth free from any anxiety, such as poverty, injustice, sickness and death. If you would like to know more, please write to me at the above address or look on our jw.org website. Thank you for reading this letter. Yours sincerely, Tony Rogers. Wow, well done, Tony. And mine is, in case you can't see, should we put the pictures of them up? We can put the pictures of them up, can't we? Yeah, if we just blur yeah. out the personal yeah. information. Um, but my, yeah, mine's in very lovely cursive. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I wish God would... Um would do something about my anxiety now when it's actually a problem not uh, yeah. not when the world ends uh, but i mean this is the world ending isn't it it's been ending for the last 106 years well, yeah as we will um discuss so uh, shall i do a little pop quiz for you sam yeah and then i'll let you get back to your program what is the kingdom of god oh uh, uh everywhere that isn't the kingdom of satan would you Would say you say it's oh, I can't read it around the other way. Something within your heart? No. A figure of speech? Yes. A government in heaven? Hmm. That's a good title for something. Government in heaven. Like an Eric Clapton song. Um, what the Bible says. 
um, the Bible of heaven will be set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed. Okay. A son has been given to us and the government will rest on his shoulder, Isaiah says. Ooh. And then there's a nice picture of a woman being happy to be handed some carrots. <laughs> oh, she is happy to be handed some carrots. Or or handing out some carrots? Yeah. No, I Sharing think he's her handing carrots. her carrots. Oh, to put in the basket with yeah. the onions. Shouldn't keep carrots and onions together. The onions will make the carrots go off. And like this blonde woman here in the background is also really happy to see this carrot exchange. Or maybe she's jealous. That looks like the meme with like the, the girl and the boy walking <laughs> away. Like she's just distracted by the carrots. <laughs> what that can mean for you a righteous government that can benefit you personally, Sam. Okay. And in the coming new world, perfect happiness and health. Oh, that would be nice. Um, next question. Yeah. Can we really believe what the Bible says? A great question. Yes, for at least two reasons. Oh, okay. I mean, I know there's some of it that I don't believe in, but um, please convince me. I won't do all of this, but um, because, reason one, Jesus showed what, God's kingdom will accomplish because of the wonderful things he does pretty much yeah yeah and then because world conditions confirm that God's kingdom will soon come Jesus said that before the kingdom comes our world will be plagued with wars famines and earthquakes we can see those conditions today so we can be very confident that God's kingdom will soon bring an end to all problems yeah because there haven't been any earthquakes or famines until really recently yeah, never before. Never, no mass extinction events have ever previously happened. And then this isn't a question, but here's something to just think about, Sam and listeners. Think about. Okay. To, to think about. To think about. What will life be like under the rule of God's kingdom? The Bible answers that question at this verse and this verse. Um, and then I oh, can sign up convenient. to read lesson seven of this brochure. Oh, why? Oh, just lesson seven. Like your advanced, this leaflet has given you lessons one to six. <laughs> and then I'll be on the next. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. very bizarre. And what this is this nice, this is nice little picture of, um, of I assume heaven, which makes it look like something off the front of a um, cornflakes packet with the carrots. Oh, no, just a lovely, it looks like the opening to the Vicar of Dibley, doesn't it? Jolly goodness and sons and sons. The Lord is my shepherd. Every day I... of my life. Yeah. Lovely. Did that say to learn without cost underneath? Yeah. So if yeah. do you want me to send away for lesson seven, Sam? Well, without cost, John. Sounds silly. Just make sure not to tick the please send someone to visit me box. Unless you want that. Well, John's just got a new dog. Maybe maybe your new dog would like to meet the Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm trying to introduce Ash to as many new people as possible. Yeah. Um, and he will meet you very soon, Samantha. I'm um, so excited. But I'm not sure if Jehovah's Witnesses are the way to go for that. No. Hey, listeners, we'll also put a picture of Ash on as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So what Louise and Tony were doing there is disseminating watchtower doctrines as evangelists of the truth. 
capitals, capital T's. Uh, this is seen as, as being a, like a divine command to them and it's their moral obligation to disseminate the truth. I just think, no disrespect to their letter writing skills, but if I have the one truth that will save people's souls for all time, mm. that I think people are being purposefully brainwashed away from by Satan who is in control of everything, mm. I think a short, generic <laughs> letter and a, frankly, slightly confusing pamphlet about carrots is maybe not enough to do but is anyone <laughs> this is my question does anyone yeah. read these and go the carrots yeah. <laughs> i want to be as happy as that carrot lady well i mean perhaps not i'm sure not everyone has a um a skeptical podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's true um so there are there are different grades for this different levels of how much you are uh I, I want to stop using the word disseminating because it feels a bit gross, but disseminating... You're also dangerously the, close to say saying inseminating. Yeah, how, how much they're inseminating the text. Uh, so members who commit themselves for... Uh, they commit themselves to evangelise for 840 hours per year, wow. which is about 70 hours a month. God, that is quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah. What's that, two hours a day? How do they find the time? Well, but then if you think how many letters you're going to write in two hours. Oh, yeah, that's true. You know, uh, so they're called regular pioneers. Just regular, two hours wow. a day. Regular. Surprised um, I haven't had more letters in that case. Yeah. Uh, those who commit themselves to evangelize for 50 hours a month. Yeah, 50 hours a month are called auxiliary pioneers. So they may do that for consecutive months and then like not do any for a few months. Oh, wow, great. So I like build myself up some, some dissemination and then leave it for a little bit. Um, so perhaps Louise might be an auxiliary pioneer. She might just be a little bit and then come back. Um, and they're given, oh, I think I, oh yeah, I do put this in a little bit later, but it's okay. So uh, the, the local areas are split up by the elders. So the elders of the Kingdom Hall near where you live, John, will have gone, OK, Louise, you've get, you get this road to this road. They're going to be the people that you evangelise to. Mm -hmm. uh, Louise's friend, you get this road to this road. So you, you're Louise's area where you are. Sorry to, sorry to tell you now, you are Louise's area. Can you stop talking about Louise's area, please? It's very uncomfortable. That's what's weird about the fact that me and my friend got, this, got a letter from Tony. Because the Kingdom Hall is where I live, which is across a ferry from where you live. Mm. But my friend lives two, literally two streets over from you. How bizarre. So Tony's got my postcode and her postcode. Uh, some witnesses uh, volunteer for missionary service. So uh, they may be then invited to receive specialised training at and just... The, uh, the fringe religious groupness of all of this, <laughs> uh, they may receive the specialised training at the Watchtower Bible School of Gilead. Ooh, hang on. Mm, yeah. mm, as in like Handmaid's Tale Gilead. That from, right, yeah. Right? yeah. Um, so these individuals dedicate, on average, more than 120 hours per month to their work, which is like a full-time job, right? Yeah, nuts. 
full, yeah, 40 hours a week. Yeah, like almost a full-time job. And most of these people also have full-time jobs. So they're doing Yeah, like, I was going to say, how do you do that? That's nuts. Yeah, because then they've got their publisher's pledges to keep up with that are voluntary. And so, yeah, so they they spend so much time in in this service, in this dedication to to Jehovah in in this yeah getting getting all this literature out this also includes like studying and all that sort of stuff so in that 120 hours but you've got to John John you yourself me specifically yeah uh, you've got to fill out reports on your activity so you might say like Monday I spent an hour and a half doing reading x and y book and then I did four hours of bible study on Tuesday and I did three hours of writing letters on Wednesday um wow. And you would fill out this report and then that would be sent to the elder of your kingdom hall who would then check it and go, yep, okay, cool. I can see that they've done all that. So you've, you've tracked your, your schedule and your timetable. Um, well, it's worse little... than doing the Duke of Edinburgh award. I never did it. No, I, I? I don't think I did either. I think I had the booklet at some point and didn't finish it. Oh yeah. Just saw some like, um, like ruddy faced outdoorsy people doing it. I was too inside. I was reading books. Um, not that people who did the Duke of Edinburgh can't read books, but just that I was inside <laughs> instead no, you of said being it now, outside. Sam. Oh, I didn't want to just. I didn't want to walk for miles. Uh, attack on <laughs> the Duke of Edinburgh awarded. Oh no! Uh, so the so um this uh, so the way they um they track what they've done now, a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses will now track it via an app on their phones, so you can fully get. Uh, let me see. I, I downloaded it a while ago. Let me see if I've still got Have it. Have you been putting your study in there in the hope that this will help you along? No, I was going to, but then I was really scared it would actually get sent to somebody. <laughs> I guess it probably would, wouldn't it? And here we go. So if I was to come and knock on your door, John, I might come to this page where I would add the name. So this says new call name, and then I would add your name. I could add your picture if I had your picture. I could add your address. I could add any additional information, oh, additional information about you. So I could put your email address and phone number and then any notes that I've got about you. So I might say that, yeah, I might say that like something about you. I might say like John has a dog called Ash. So that then if True. I was to then come back to you in a few months time, I'd be able to look at my notes and go, okay, John lives at this address. John's got a dog called Ash. So I'd be able to come back to you and ask about Ash. That's so creepy. That is like, yeah. Right. Uh, so here, yeah. So this is an app called uh, My Time that I found. Uh, this here has got some goals. So, oh, here we go. 840 hours needed for your goal. Fucking hell. Set publisher type here. I haven't even looked at this. Oh, yeah, here we go. Publisher. Oh, can you see it? It says publisher, auxiliary pioneer, pioneer, remote worker pioneer, special pioneer. And then it's got my hours. So how many? Here we go. How many okay. hours I need to do it? Crazy. Uh, time for November. So how many hours I need to do this month? October time. I mean, some people would Previous say that's year. a high level of control over somebody's life. They might, mightn't they? Um, and then... Here, this or this app at least. Oh man, I wish this would focus. So it has a list of like which streets I've been to, which cities I've been to, which names. Wow. Can you see it? 
is it backwards for you we'll do some no no it's the right way around um we'll do some screenshots of this listeners and put this up so you can have a look yeah but i mean there's one that says bulk placement so maybe that's like territories bulk placements let's see what that is oh so that's if i've been like into a cafe and put down a pile of leaflets at a cafe that would be a bulk placement so i'd be able to add that um Oh, we'll this will be something else that we can do. This is tutorials, how tos, how to call and return, how to do it. Oh, is it like a little talk through guide? It's a YouTube video. <laughs> uh, join us on Patreon for uh, our review of the JW yeah, My we'll Time do a tutorials. Little, a little up, update on that. Yeah. Um, so this, so if I've if I've gone out and spent my few hours, I would pop it in on my app, or I'd write it in a report, and then that would be reviewed by my elders, and they would like qualify that as my pioneer time, as my publisher time. Nuts. Uh, members who are not able to pioneer. So, for instance, if I have a uh, I have a disability and I can't walk around and knock on people's doors. Or if I have, if say if I'm a doctor or if, I'm, if I've got this job that I work too much and I can't, I don't have time to spend mm-hmm. going to do it. Um, they may maintain the pioneer spirit by spending as much time as they can preaching. So literally just talking to people about it and then supporting other people. So if I'm if my if I'm if I've got this job that I can't go out and and do stuff, but I can buy you pens to write your letters. <laughs> I wish you would buy me some pens. I need look. This. Do you? Do you need pens? It's your birthday coming up. We'll There's buy you some pens. There's only one pen left in my Oh no. What sort uh-huh. do you like? Those ones. Okay. I'll um, get you some for your birthday. Don't buy you them. listeners, if anyone wants to buy John pens for his birthday coming up we don't have a, a way for you to do that so this is all arbitrary but it's all about the uni ball i fine in black okay so we've gone through like what the jehovah how the jehovah's witnesses spend their time um i'll talk a little bit about like what the what the meetings fully look like um not fully not fully because i've not been to one what the meetings generally look like uh, so you've got the the longer meeting on a Sunday, which is the kind of centralised one. We're all learning about the same thing. We've got the same point of morality to talk uh-huh. about or whatever. Um, so this is a long talk that's been given out by the New York headquarters. And then at the end of the meeting, I'll have um, a bit of like local matters. So like anything that needs to be addressed within their particular congregation. Um, the meeting in the week will be like either a Bible study or it'll be a specific study on uh on one of the pieces of literature on one of the books that they publish okay. um and then the the third meeting in the week will be like hey this meeting was about the bible study this meeting is about what your reflections are of it what do you think about it be more a bit more like a discussion of of the the other meeting yeah cool. okay yeah um so we're gonna go into some uh, more fun stuff uh, this is the sort of morality side of things so I'll go a little bit now into the sort of restrictions that um, that Jehovah asks of his witnesses. Yeah. Uh, and then next time we'll go more into the, the very bad stuff. Uh, so don't worry, listeners, we're not going to go into anything too horrendous. But it's obviously uh, some of this might be. We're talking about some prejudice now. Yay. Yeah. Welcome uh, back to Prejudice Corner here on Coffee and Cons. Prejudice Corner, yay! Uh, speaking of which, 
homosexuality, abortion, premarital sex, extramarital sex are all serious sins. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Gender transitioning is, quote, contrary to nature. And, oh, this is bad. Uh, Gender confirmation surgery is, quote, mutilation. Uh, If an... So this is from this is from the JW website, and they did not call it gender confirmation surgery. Uh, if a trans person has had surgery and then wants to become a Jehovah's Witness, they are expected to live in their sex that was assigned at birth and separate from their spouse if their spouse would then be of the same sex as them. Oh goodness me! Bastard. Yeah. Uh, smoking, drugs, and drunkenness are prohibited, but alcohol is allowed in moderation. Listening all of my favourite things. Right. Drinking, smoking, homosexuality. There's nothing I don't get to do anything I like. Boring. Um uh you are expo I'm gonna ruin it even more, John. You're gonna have to take off that t-shirt or put on extra t-shirts. I don't know. You're expected to dress modestly and traditionally <laughs> in line with your gender. So for example, to them, men aren't allowed to wear earrings or have long hair. Women aren't allowed to have short hair. They shouldn't really wear trousers, but they can as long as they're modest trousers. Not assless chaps, I guess. (laughs) You can't see what I'm wearing right now, listeners, while we record this podcast. No, but if you join the Patreon, it may or may not be chaps. Um, all of that stuff is just ridiculous, right? Because if you're if you're trying to be traditional to biblical times, then Mm -hmm. what are you going to wear? Accurate reproductions of um of costume from palestine two thousand years ago like what are you what are you yeah. on about like woolen underwear and or no underwear and tunics and i'm pretty sure that jesus had long hair so mm, what's the problem uh, uh so uh, gambling is prohibited but uh selling and buying on the stock market is allowed uh yeah. Sorry, let me just move out of prejudice corner over here into hypocrisy corner. Uh, speaking of which, you uh, while you're in hypocrisy corner, you cannot watch any worldly media. So I know we asked earlier if any JWs were listening, but, but yeah, I think no. we've, we probably count as being worldly, don't we? Which makes me sound kind of exciting. <laughs> hey, you hear about that Samantha Lund? She sure is a worldly gal. She uh, So uh, worldly media is anything that promotes immorality, violence or demonic themes i love demonic themes yeah um that's why famously on the internet people troll because there are awful like jehovah's witness cartoons right for young people in place of all the ones that you'd actually want to watch um maybe we'll watch some of those for a patreon thing hell yeah but it's as terrible as you would expect uh they so jehovah's witnesses also say that the bible prohibits the consumption storage and transfusion of blood and therefore will refuse it in a medical setting uh, jehovah's witnesses will carry a no blood card in their wallet um i work in a shop and i have seen people with no blood cards oh, and i'd be really? like i can't ask about it <laughs> i can't ask because i am being professional but i've seen them how do you know what they look like or what do they look like they uh i have got I've got a picture and we'll put what we'll put one up on the Instagram, but it's literally just a card that says uh, kingdom of Jehovah's witnesses, um, no blood in big red letters. And then I mean, like, underneath... I, apart from my own blood, 
like as a general daily rule no blood is my request in the world oh yeah i don't i don't consume blood normally <laughs> um so um, often that card would be useful but not sadly in a medical setting where it could save your life and the theological justification for it is <clears throat> weak source yes yeah because someone says uh, don't consume store or transfuse it um they so jw have also developed uh and i'm not sure if it's just in the states or if it's in the uk as well but they've got a hospital information service which advises hospitals on bloodless surgery right john's just done some very interesting faces sigh okay so they they can go into surgery but they just aren't allowed to be given any blood so the this service tries and advise surgeons who probably know some things uh yeah about how to do these surgeries without making the person bleed that's nuts uh and uh here's a little content warning uh, for well i'm just gonna say the word uh, so jehovah'switnesses.org say forcing a jehovah's witness to take a blood transfusion is the equivalent of rape And that's just not true. Okay. No, wow. no, correct. Yeah. Um, so because of these things, uh, JWs avoid socializing with non-members because of the dangers of worldly association. Um, they are in a permanent state of spiritual theocratic warfare. Um, and so they re remain politically neutral. They do not seek public office. They encourage their members to abstain from voting in any form. Um, they do not serve in the military. They do not salute or pledge allegiance to the flags. They do not sing national anthems. They stay separate. Separate. Wow. Uh, I've got, I've got a fun bit. Do you want a fun bit? Yeah, do it. a Go fun it. bit. Uh, this is a WordPress article um, by an XJW, and this open. This is 141 rules, things Jehovah's Witnesses can't do. Oh, God, John. Give me a number between 1 and 141. 138. Uh, rule 138. Divulge secret information to enemies and those not entitled to know. But I love disclosing secrets to enemies and those not supposed to know. So that's part of their theocratic warfare. And I guess that's a little bit Scientology, isn't it? Like you can't give this information, this private information to people that aren't Scientologists because uh, they'll, so. they'll die. Um, 24. Number number 24 is uh, they cannot wear military uniforms or clothing associated with war. Ah, um, let's do one more, shall we? Um... Wait, skip between number 71 and 84, 85, because there's no point. 96. 96. Oh, uh, wear blue jeans, shorts, and overly casual clothing at the Kingdom Hall. Wow. Lots of things banned. Fucking uh, line dancing night at the Kingdom Hall is a bit disappointing. Well, uh, they, can't, they can't do suggestive and immodest dancing in a public place. Maybe that means they're allowed to. But as much as they like in private in their blue jeans. Well, but rule number 91 is pornea which I'd never heard before, so I looked it up, and it means unnatural sexual intercourse, which I'm guessing is homophobic. Oh, okay. 
but so they're not allowed to study tarot, numerology, consult with a psychic, witchcraft, black magic, white magic, yoga. Uh, they're not allowed to buy anything from a church store, shop at the Salvation Army, play competitive sports, discuss politics, be actively involved in a union strike, use a gun, become a police officer if a gun's required, work selling alcohol and tobacco, cigars. They can't sell the lottery. There's so many dumb things so what happens if you do one of them john say you've been to your meetings you do your pioneer time uh and then you then I slip into a pair of blue jeans and <laughs> yeah. dance suggestive and uh, which you know if you've met john listeners you'll know he does often <laughs> seldom do anything else yeah uh that's what they say john always suggestively dancing in his blue jeans uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about the sort of discipline stuff that happens next time. Um, but uh, for your like daily regular publisher, if you do something wrong or you're you're seen to be uh, behaving in a way that is too worldly, you're first given the opportunity to confess. So you might be called in by an elder and they'd be like, hey, John, what did you do? And you say, I dance suggestively in my blue jeans. And they say, are you sorry? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah, I am. Wish I hadn't yeah. done it. And if they accept that, then call. They accept it. They give you a little warning. If they don't accept it, it gets worse. So you may be marked. Uh-oh. If you're marked, uh, so the, the Bible verses, um, if anyone is not obedient to our word through this letter, keep this one marked and stop associating with him so that he may become ashamed. And yet do not consider him an enemy, but consider, continue admonishing him as a brother. So like keep him in, but also freeze him out a little bit. Let him know that he's a bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. It's like a, forgive me, teenage friendship group. <laughs> get like a teenage friendship group like keep them in because they've got a really nice garden that we can go in and their mum buys a cider but also don't really talk to them uh so this is when it gets super like sarcastic so they might the second part of their sunday talk which is about local needs they might do a really general without naming you john but say we've just been talking about the Bible and then I'm just going to do a big talk about why it's really wrong to dance suggestively in blue jeans. But I'm not going to say you, but anyone else that knows that you've had a problem with dancing suggestively in blue jeans is going to be like, John's marked. And it's a sort of little seditious way of getting everyone else to help freeze you out. Um, If this still doesn't work, you may be taken to a judicial committee. Um, and this might also be for, for some other sins. So I've got some worse sins that aren't just the like dancing in blue jeans. These are the, the big bads. Uh, so like dating a non-member, laziness, criticizing the church, indulging in proper entertainment. Uh, we've got like polygamy, incest, interfaith activity, manslaughter, murder, homosexuality slander theft drunkenness drug abuse fornication extortion gambling gluttony gluttony john had a big dinner he's done a serious sin (laughs) shun him shun him and his big dinners (laughs) Uh, so this judicial committee if you've done something really bad and you're not showing that you're repentant enough for it uh 
you may so this judicial committee would be three or more elders who would sit in a little row and go mm, should we disfellowship john uh -oh. um and to be disfellowshipped is to be excommunicated and shunned to be to be removed from the church yeah. um members are oh you can also be disfellowshipped for promoting those activities which is why i mentioned like selling lottery tickets or okay, selling yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so members are encouraged to report serious sins by other members. Oh, sounds a bit high control. Yep. Um, and this is where the two witness rule applies. So I'll talk a bit more about that later, but put, pop a little pin in that listeners. Remember about that. Uh, thank you for that excellent <laughs> demonstration. Um, and failure to report the sin of another member is as bad as committing oh, that God, sin yourself. Yeah. Uh, so they have the option for reproof which is showing repentance and then behaving in a, in a repentant way. Uh, they're not allowed to speak in meetings. They're not allowed to give group prayers. They're not allowed to serve by going out and knocking on doors. They just have to be very repentant. And yeah. Um, and reproof is, and so, and you have to go and like apologize to everybody. So you have to, you have to grovel to everyone who was aware oh, of the sin. Yeah. But if, if it was only you and the elders, you may just be able to give a proof, reproof to the elders. But if you were dancing suggestively in blue jeans in front of the whole community, you would have to... As give, I want to do. You are, yeah. Uh, as Yeah, you would have to give reproof to the whole community there. Uh, and then, if it's everyone, they just, they the person leading the meeting may just say like, hey, John's being reproved right now. And so everyone would be like, what's he doing? What's he done? Uh, so if after all that, if after your reproof, after all that, you're not seen as being repentant enough, you'd be disfellowshipped. Your disfellowshipping can be appealed within seven days. But if no appeal is made, an announcement is made in the next meeting to announce the disfellowshipping. After this announcement, it's expected that no member of the group will speak to the person ever again, except in extreme situations like uh you're buying my house and I have to talk to you in order for you to buy my house wow. or we work together. We run a business together. I am allowed to talk to you to close our business together. And then I should never talk to you again. Uh, if you are a close family member living in my home, I, can, I have to talk to you. For instance, if you were my child, you may be oh. disfellowshipped for being a, sin, a sinner, but I would still have to talk to you because you would be. And I'll use this as an example because literal children can be disfellowshipped from the church. Goodness, that's crazy. And is it with disfellowship? Is it like that's it? You're out. How? Mm -hmm. you, you, there's no way back, or there's a really difficult way back. No, you are correct. There is a really difficult way back. Um, continuing to talk to a disfellowship person can cause you to be disfellowshipped. So if 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 our dealings together after your disfellowshipping isn't in a sort of closey sense, like this is going to be the last time we do this, um, I could be disfellowshipped as well. Uh, you can ask to go back. You can apply appeal back to the elders. After that seven-day appeal has gone, you can go back, but you would be super restricted. So you wouldn't be allowed to uh, speak in meetings. You wouldn't be allowed to lead prayers. You wouldn't be allowed to share any of your views on the literature. You've wow. got to basically just be there, be silent. Um, and you can gradually get those privileges back, but this can take years and years and years. Um, and the folks on Reddit were about to round off with some more uh, stuff from Reddit, but uh, they basically are like, yeah, it, they've never seen anyone go from like having been disfellowshipped to coming back to be an elder 
because mm. they just it's too steep it's so impossible, yeah. and you can't Crazy. apply to be an elder as well you have to be nominated so if they already don't think that you're good because you've already yeah, been disfellowship yeah, they're never going to nominate you to to move up goodness uh, so we are gonna round off with a list from reddit of fun reasons that people have seen to be disfellowshipped or people have been online people have been disfellowshipped uh wearing a skirt that's too short playing chess late at night in bars urinating into a <laughs> swimming pool dancing watching porn drunkenness greed uh and that was accepting an inheritance from a family member <gasps> that the the org felt should have gone to them wow so this person that accepted. shocking yeah um and yeah, there was a whole bunch of other like dumb stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I like so, playing chess at night. That's really. Yeah. So this person had been going, going and playing chess and the, the org were like, well, you must've been drinking. You must've been getting drunk. And he was like, no, I'm, I, was, I, I was just playing chess. Like some people there are like playing chess with and they were like, no, but you were getting drunk, weren't you? It's like, no, I was just playing chess. And they just fell Drunk you. chess is a thing we should try at some point. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm bad at chess. Let's play it drunk. I'm also bad at chess, but I've got yeah. a super nice wooden chess set over there that has, has yet to be played with. So let's do it. Um, on that note, that's it. There we go. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so next time we will be talking about the uh, end times prophecies. Ooh. Ooh. And then uh, in a classic Sam style, we will go into some of the uh, very much darker stuff. Yeah. Uh, that we've been expecting the whole series yeah turns out when you set up all this level of high control sometimes that leads to bad behavior just sometimes but yeah i hope you, en I hope you enjoyed time. it we did thank you so much sam really good You're lovely welcome. thank you that's okay yeah uh super crazy and some of it like the thing about them being called publishers i had no idea not well, i guess for obvious reasons but you just don't see depictions of them anywhere you don't they're not sort of like a common thing you know or hear about i guess because they keep themselves separate and so you only know about them when they come and knock on the door or stop you giving yeah. them a blood transfusion i don't go around randomly trying to give blood transfusions that was <laughs> um but then also like there's another part of that that's like the bravery if you really believe that the world is controlled by satan how brave of you to go and knock on someone's door that you're like yeah. oh, they might be satan inside so like maybe I will invite them here and they can see the it's fake skull that's on the shelf there and the... Yeah. Have you got a baphomet anywhere? Do you know what? I haven't got a baphomet anywhere. I would I don't I'm not particularly bothered about it, but I would quite happily have one. Um, yeah. In the room. There's lots of green men and stuff and Yeah, of course. Random bits and pieces. So, like yeah, Doctor Who, do you think Doctor Who's worldly? That's probably demonic, isn't it? That's probably demonic, yeah. Certainly yeah. under its current uh, incarnation. Um, just because the writing is rubbish, I, not I'm not a not a sexist. Not my doctor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Jodie Whittaker. This is a strange diversion for the end of the podcast. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to us, listeners. Um, we hope you. you've had a nice time. It's been nice to have you back with us, and we will be back again very soon with some more Jehovah's Witnesses, and we look forward to being in your ears oh, no. yay um if you want to get in touch coffee and cults at gmail.com or uh instagram or facebook or twitter do we have we have twitter twitter at we, coffee do. we and don't cults. really use the twitter i'm really sorry the twitter is still a, a relic to like episode eight or something but <laughs> we 
yeah. Oh well. But all um, the other, all the other, all the other socials. Yeah, or you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults. Or you can buy uh, us a one-off coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash coffee and cults. I just, I I had the subtitles covered up this whole time, but I've just noticed what it's uh, named our podcast. We were coffee and bolts and coffee and coats. So if you can't remember, look up either of those things. <laughs> we'll do a special episode, uh, Patreon, called Coffee and Coats. <laughs> And uh, I was trying to think of what coffee and bolts could be. Just scaring horses. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And with that classic bit of punnery, we will leave you listeners. Thank you ever so much for joining us. We love you. Bye. 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 We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cosmic being. I found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch.